Hey, goal getters, and welcome to The Daily Distance, a new daily series from the creators of We Got Goals. I'm Kristen Guile, editor-in-chief of asweatlife.com. In these short episodes, we're bringing you one daily goal you can set for yourself during this chaotic time, one actionable thing you can do to move your body, connect with a friend, prioritize your mental health, get some work done, and practice a little bit of self-care. This week's podcast episodes are sponsored by Now. Now is a leading natural products manufacturer, offering more than 1,400 products, including vitamins and supplements, sports nutrition, foods, beauty and health, and essential oils. We like to think of Now as our trusted wellness solution you can count on to support your health and fitness goals, from pre-workout to recovery and wholesome nutrition to serious self-care. You can feel good choosing Now. From knowing that what's on the label is in the bottle via the more than 16,000 quality tests they conduct each month, to understanding that as a family-owned company, they have the best interests of you in mind as they choose to make healthier options more affordable. You can enjoy 20% off your purchase at nowfoods.com using promo code ASWETLIFE now through May 31st. Again, that's promo code ASWETLIFE for 20% off your purchase at nowfoods.com. And now... On to today's interview. Yeah, I said I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset when I'm With me today on the other line, we are speaking with wellness innovator and Ayurveda expert, Dr. Avanti Kumar Singh. Hi. How are you, Avanti? Hi, Kristen. I'm really well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I am good. excited to talk to you today. Um, for people who maybe haven't Uh, encountered Ayurveda or haven't met you before, could you share a little bit about your story and how you became to be an expert? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. Um, Yeah, so, you know, my story is uh, similar to a lot of people, um, basically having a health crisis that makes you sort of reevaluate your whole life. Um, I am trained as a Western doctor. I trained in emergency medicine. And, you know, through my training, in medical school and residency, I started to get sick, um, had a lot of health issues, and started to think about, you know, what's really going on here. Um, and I had a health crisis. You know, I was uh, debilitated by chronic back pain throughout my back, and really had to come to terms with, you know, what am I doing? Why are all these symptoms showing up? What was the path I was on as just a human being with all of these chronic symptoms that I was having. And also really thinking about, you know, here I am as a physician taking care of patients, trying to help them get healthy. And instead, I was getting sicker and sicker every day. And it's, you know, something that I really had to sort of sit down and think about. And I was really debilitated at one point um, where I couldn't get out of bed because I had thrown my back out so badly. And I had to kind of really grapple with these questions. And so, you know, I started looking for answers. Um, I started really looking for answers in what I had known before, because I realized that up until about the age of 18, when I was living at home with my parents, I never was sick. I never had any health issues. I never had any chronic symptoms. So, you know, what was different about then? What was, what was happening to me now while I was in training? And, um, you know, I grew up in a South Asian household, um, an immigrant's family. I'm a first generation 
woman from a South Asian family. And we lived with the principles of Ayurveda in our daily life. I mean, it was just what we did every day. You know, we ate a certain way. We, you know, had certain self-care practices. We kept our home a certain way. You know, that was just a part of our daily living. And it's not something I really ever really thought about because it was just part of our daily life. And when I had my health crisis during my training, I started to think about all those things that I had sort of put to the side because I was a Western trained doctor and I had been in a very focused way of thinking about health and wellness. And I had to really reevaluate what am I thinking about? You know, how is this really going to work? How am I going to uh, practice medicine? And you know, which which path was I going to go on? And so I really started studying Ayurveda deeply, and I started practicing it again for myself. And what I found is that I started to heal, and I started to find answers. And so I really have spent the last ten years. Um, sort of reevaluating, studying, looking at all types of healing traditions, and have always come back to Ayurveda as sort of where I land. And I really, truly believe that, you know, we have all of the answers that we need for healing within us. And that, you know, Ayurveda and yoga, the healing traditions that come from my parents' country of origin, which is India, has so much power and so much simplicity in the practices um, and so that's really what I've sort of dedicated my life, my career to, which is to help people have more access to Ayurveda and the strategies and the practices um, of Ayurveda to take their healing back into their own hands. What an incredible story. Thank you so much <laughs> for sharing all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's transition into the advice giving portion of this podcast. <laughs> what are you recommending for our listeners right now? So, you know, in this time of this pandemic, you know, there's so much stress and so much anxiety and all of us are stuck at home. You know, I think in Chicago, we're going on week nine, maybe. Mm -hmm. I've lost count at this point. Time is a fake construct right now. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, I wanted to talk about something that's really practical and easy to use because that's really what I'm all about. Um, because I find that there's a lot of power in simple things and you have to make them things that you can actually do. And so I want to talk about how you can use breath and breath work um, to literally change the state of your body, mind, and spirit while you're at home or really anywhere in the world. Um, and so that's what I wanted to talk about. And really the, the, the practice that I'm going to suggest is that you take three to five pauses throughout the day to just breathe. Now it's simple, but there's a little bit of science or there's a little bit of a technique behind it that I would love to share if that's okay. Yeah, please. I'd love to learn. Okay. So, you know, a little bit about uh, let me rewind a little before I get into the actual practice, which is, you know, telling you a little bit about breath work. You know, breath work in Sanskrit is pranayama. It might be a term that many of your listeners have heard of. But what does pranayama mean? In Sanskrit, you know, prana means vital life force and yama means to extend. So literally, pranayama means to extend the vital life force. And so the idea here is how do you move that life force energy, the breath through the body to help rejuvenate it and to help um, achieve optimal wellness. 
And so breath work is a technique that breaks patterns. It breaks unconscious patterns and can cause uh, very significant changes in our physiology um, in both the body and the mind. And this is this is all you know science that we know. This is what we study in Western medicine, right? That your breath is directly related to your physiology and um, your physiology is directly related to your nervous system. So if you have a really tense, shallow, erratic breath, um, or you're holding your breath, which is what I find a lot of people do when they're stressed and anxious and worried, which is what a lot of us are feeling right now, um, your sympathetic nervous system is activated. And if you can find a way to change your breath um, and shift it into more of a easeful, long and smooth type of breath, you actually can sort of turn down that sympathetic nervous system and you'll invoke a relaxation response instead. So by changing your breath pattern, you change old patterns and habits, and those directly change the physiology of your body and your mind. So really, it's, it's a very simple concept that, you know, if you can breathe, uh, you can change what your mind is doing and how your body is reacting. Um, and so, you know, this is not something that's, you know, a fancy breathwork technique. I know a lot of people get really uh, stressed or sort of intimidated by breath work um, because they think it's, you know, they have to learn all these different techniques. But I'm really not going to do that. Again, I'm all about simplicity and applicability and usability. So what I want to teach you is that there are really just two parts of the breath, right? We know, we yeah. all know this. We inhale and we exhale. And if you think about it this way, this if there's one thing you remember from what I'm suggesting, just remember this, that the inhale is activating and the exhale is calming, okay? So if you can work with those two sides of the breath, the inhale versus the exhale, you can completely change your physiology. So again, the inhale is activating. So that means that it can stabilize your mood. So if you're feeling really down and lethargic, um, you can work with the inhale part of the breath and that will increase your energy and your focus and your attention. On the other hand, the exhale is calming. So it reduces anxiety and overwhelm. It you know, can calm anger and irritability. Um, it can ease pain and it helps to promote sleep. So you literally, as you can see, just by working with one side of the breath or the either, you can affect what your body and your mind are doing. So if you can learn to take three pauses, three to five pauses throughout the day and think about your breath, right? And tune into, you know, what's going on in my body and my mind right now? Am I feeling overwhelmed? Am I feeling down? Am I feeling that I need some focus? You can start to think about, do I work? Do I want to work with the inhale of my breath or the exhale? And really what it comes down to is that whatever effect you're looking for to change, either the inhale or the exhale, you want to extend that part of the breath or lengthen it, right? So mm -hmm. if you want to tap into the power of the inhale, which is to increase energy, increase focus and attention, you're going to lengthen your inhale. On the other hand, if you want to tap into the power of the exhale, which is to relax you, to calm you down, to help you go to sleep, to ease any pain that you're having, or, you know, to get 
rid or discharge some of the anger or irritability you're feeling, you're going to lengthen the exhale. It's really that simple. Okay. It is so simple. And I, I feel like you're saying things that I intuitively knew. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I work in fitness. I'm a big runner. So I understand, you know, you inhale during certain parts of movements and you exhale during other parts in order to get the most efficient, you know, safe right. workout in. And, but I've never quite thought about it in terms of how it could affect my mind as well, in terms of how that inhale can energize and that exhale can yeah. relax you. So yeah, now that you say it, it seems so obvious. Yeah. And then usually, again, you know, what I've found by um, going back to Ayurveda and traditional healing systems is that a lot of this is very intuitive. It's just that we make, as human beings, we make things very complicated. And in Western medicine, we've become so trained to think that the answers are outside of us and that we sort of forget about our intuition and the healing knowledge yeah. that we have within us. So again, you know, you, you're really making my point, which is this is very intuitive. Um, and you don't have to know all kinds of fancy breath patterns. Those are great. You know, the breath work that you learn in a yoga class, those are all amazing, amazing um, techniques to learn. But when it really comes down to it, if you can just remember this simple pattern of inhale versus exhale, you're actually tapping into all of the power without doing anything fancy. So, um, so how do you do this? Let's talk about the practical, right? So inhale versus exhale. And really what you're doing again is extending either the inhale or the exhale. Now there's three really simple ways to do this that I find are the most, um, usable in everyday life. You're going to link to something. Okay. So you can either link your inhale or exhale to a count, to an affirmation or to a movement. All right. And that's just how you can think about lengthening it. So let me give you an example. Let's say you want to extend your inhale because you are it's you know, two o'clock in the afternoon and you've had your second cup of coffee and you're still feeling a little bit slow <laughs> um, yes. and you need to get some focus <laughs> to get that last bit of work done in the afternoon, right? So you want to lengthen your inhale. And you can either link it to a count. So you could count what your normal resting inhale is. You know, so if it's a count of two, you're just going to lengthen it to a count of three. So you're linking it to a count. The other thing that you could do is you could just stand up or sit down or whatever, and you could do it to movement. So a simple movement like raising your arms from your sides all the way up above your head, right? So if that you know, if you just do a smooth movement from your sides all the way up into the air, that might be, you know, a count of two or three, not that you're counting. But what you can do is you can add a stop or a a pause somewhere in that movement. So maybe you bring your arms up to shoulder um, height, and then continue up to the air. So you've lengthened your inhale. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I totally understand. Yeah, no, the pairing is a good technique. Yeah, and then the third way to do it is to link it to an affirmation. You know, um, so let's say you say on your inhale in your mind, obviously, you're saying I am energized. That would be what you're saying. But to lengthen the inhale, so while you're inhaling in your mind, you would say I am energized and focused. So right there, you've lengthened your inhale. It's really so simple. And you can do the exact same thing for the exhale. You either link it to a count by increasing the count of your exhale. You link it to a movement. Again, you can do the same movement of arms from 
your sides all the way up to the, the, the sky um, and pausing somewhere along the way to lengthen it. Or you can link it to an affirmation. Again, you can start with, I am calm. And then you could say, I am calm and peaceful, right? So very simple ways to uh, lengthen either the inhale or the exhale. Dr. Singh, you broke that down so clearly and so easily. <laughs> and I know we're just talking about breath, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it can make such a big difference on how we change the course of our day. And I am especially appreciative of how simple this tip is because I'm big on things where we're sharing with our readers things that make them easier and less stressed and not adding any complication of any sort to their day. So we went for the basics and it's still going to have a big impact. So thank you so much for sharing this with our listeners. Oh, you're so welcome. Where can we find out more about you, the work that you're doing, uh, anything exciting that you're working on right now? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on my website, which is avantikumarsingh.com. Um, I have all sorts of resources there and articles um, that I've written about different topics and my simplistic sort of way of putting these uh, practices into daily use. Um, the other thing that's really exciting is I just launched a podcast actually this week um, <laughs> called awesome. the Healing. Yeah, thank you. The he- it's called the Healing Catalyst, and so I'm super excited about that because it's just another way for me to help more people. Um, And I have a book coming out in a month, um, also on Ayurveda, and a online course that will be launching in about a month and a half. So lots of things coming up. Um, A million things. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, lots of things. So really, my website would be the easiest way to find um, out about all of those things. Uh, The other thing is that I'm on Instagram quite a bit. That's sort of where I hang out. And um, my Instagram is at Avanti Kumar Singh. Um, so really easy to find me, but you know, please come and find me, ask me questions. I'm always um, so excited to help in any way that I can. Awesome. Well, I'll link to all of those on our website and in our show notes as well to make it even easier for our listeners to find you. And again, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Oh, thanks so much for having me. And for all of our listeners, we will see you again tomorrow on the internet for more tips from our community. And until then, stay safe, stay well, and cheers to going the distance together.